Samuel cuts it back. Ohio State wins. Flashes, champions of the Mid-American Conference. Little trick play and a throw to Baker Mayfield to tie the game. Perrion grabbed by Linder. Throw to first. Unbelievable. Chubb will take this all the way. 92 yards. And the Ohio State Buckeyes are the first national champions of the playoff era. The Indians have won the American League pennant. It's over. It's over. Cleveland is a city of champions once again. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. I accepted it. Gladiator. And we are live from Franklin Hall in beautiful Kent, Ohio. I am Sean Fitzgerald, part of Pass the Mic with Enzo Orlando. It's been a crazy past week. We've had extensions. We've had trades. We've had everything in between. Enzo, what do we've got on the docket today? Today, uh, yesterday, I played golf for the first time this year. Uh, nine holes and shot a 52. Not too bad. Uh, really enjoyed it. Missed being out there on the course, but weather warming up. But, man, today we got some gray clouds out here in northeast Ohio. Don't like Blech. seeing that. I want that sun. Play the boo. Boo, Mother Nature. Yeah, boo. Yeah, I, I don't like waking up to gray clouds and anything it, because it just kind of, like, ruins your mood. And I'm trying to keep that en- show energy going. You know, I had to have a little bit of caffeine in my system before I come on just to keep that energy up. And it just bugs you, but you know what? A good way to do it, I take some vitamin D, you know, just some, uh, why are you shaming vitamin D pills? Uh, that, that, I was trying to find that oh. one. All right, vitamin D pills, and they're really good, and you got to use uh, Joe Beans. Uh. You know, Joe Beans, Tony Rizzo uh, promotes them on his show all the time. It's the stuff that men who hit 40 have to use because, you know, you they lack motivation because of their testosterone levels go down. But, yeah, okay. you got to get into Joe Beans. Shout out. <laughs> To Joe Beans that ESPN Cleveland uses. Joe Bees. Joe Bees. Joe Bees. Joe Bees. Yeah, man. All you 40-year-old men who know all right, that all right, issue. All right. We aren't promoting Joe Bees You're right promoting Joe Bees like Tony Rizzo not. does. We are not, prom- we are not promoting. <laughs> you got low testosterone, use Joe Bees. Buddy, buddy, we are not going with Joe Bees. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. If you haven't followed us on Twitter yet, go and do so. At Fitz on Sports BSR. At Johnny Enzo 2. At Pass underscore the underscore Mike underscore. Also, Facebook and Instagram at Pass Mike Sports Talk. You got, you know, just a lot of takes. You got a lot of polls. You got a lot of just everything in between. Just tweets. Yeah, just tweets too. Tweet. There's also that, and Tweet. also every now and then tweets, maybe a meme. Instagram posts. You'll maybe, get more memes from Enzo than from me. Uh, memes are, yeah, I love, I love just memeing and trolling people on Twitter. It's hilarious. Uh, and also, if you want to call in and be on the air during our show to talk sports or anything else we discussed today. Uh, call this number, 330-672-7701 on the Orlando Baking Hotline. Orlando Baking Company, finest breads and rolls since 1872. Visit orlandobaking.com for more information. Also, be sure to go out this weekend and buy any Orlando Baking Company product, and a portion of their sales will go to the Share the Bread Fund that helps out local restaurants. To learn more or to donate to the Share the Bread Fund, visit give.hungernetwork.org slash campaign slash share the bread and just a courtesy matter you cannot curse or swear when you call into the show you will be immediately dumped off the air per and phone line per policy 
And with that, Sean, uh, let's get right into yeah. the action. Right before we do, uh, I just want to note for those of you who uh, aren't listening out there or haven't been listening for a little while, our last show is Friday, April 9th, and we will be going a little bit longer so than we're normal. Going, so We're please, going an extra hour. Yeah, so please, from noon to 3 on April 9th, I'd love to have all y'all call in uh, who've been listening all this time, all the loyal listeners, all of uh, you know, good friends from the past and present. Yeah. So that's when we really I, want you to call in. But I, still, we're taking callers today. We're taking callers yeah. next show. But you know, but, it's going to be a yes, fun it, last week. It times. is going to be a fun show. because uh, a lot. Because first of all, it's Masters Week. I love Masters <laughs> Week, and plus, it's also like Sean's like farewell show. So anyone who knows Sean or anything. Call in, it, uh, Sean. It can be your parents. I'm okay with that. You can be uncles, yeah. friends, anyone, anyone who had a connection with Sean, either with BSR, high school, or just in life. Just call in. Just wish him good luck, and like, hopefully, we uh, see him on like some uh, radio station in like yeah. the next few months. I know it's, it's been a hard, be, it's been yeah. a hard job market lately, but I know you can do it, Sean. Yeah, I've, it'll it'll take some time, but I'll get there. I know that. There. Yeah, but three but, hour show, we're doing it. Yeah, something I never do. I don't know how yeah. tired I'm gonna get. I probably might just watch the Masters right. <laughs> on my laptop. But you know, sometimes watching golf makes you like doze off. Right now, this was something I was thinking about, like before the show yesterday, was how famous do you have to actually be to make sure that you actually have an autograph signature down? Because uh, what's that level? Because I mean, that was I mean, just a random thought that popped into my head. I'm like, huh. I mean, I've given out autographs before. Like it's really just puzzling to me. I mean, I've given out autographs many times. I mean, nothing like it would be like on a napkin or just you know somewhere else. Like I would write like people would like to like like do it on your arm, like you know. Yeah, the, it's just they, like, the dumb they have come up to you and be do. like, "Hey, I want an autograph." It, it it it's an interesting way, you know. They'll ask, you know, like somehow somehow when you're at like some like bar or bar, there's like a someone has like a sharpie on them for some reason, and I don't know why we decide to like write our names on it or people yeah. like people like to write their names like there's like places like at loft people like to write their names on like the 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 what the, the chair since they're made of wood or something yeah. it's like i don't know it's just something people like to do like there's so many places i think I there's just, like a place in, like, there's a wall you know, in cleveland when, where you could just level, write anything when's that level get to me where uh, someone actually I asked think, me for my autograph uh, ver- first verified on twitter i want to get verified is verified thing, but i need to get like what 10 K ten followers, ten k, some something like that. Probably like um, close. you verify. Hey, on someone want to do a verify uh, uh, fits on sports uh, Twitter campaign? Do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm trying to think how else you need to be uh, autographed. Um, I mean, just you know, have be a good personality. Uh, good personality. Be a, uh, be, a, be a be a YouTube vlogger. I mean, I think that's how it determines. Because I don't know, young people like people who are in like middle school, high school. Love people like David Dobrik and all those guys. Just vlogging their everyday vlogging. life. Yeah, people who just like vlog. So just go out and vlog. If you have like a, you know, a podcast or something or, my I don't know. That I've never been just, the person to vlog everything in my daily I, life. I mean, it's I don't. Weird. I don't. Here's the thing: when I come to like past the mic vlog, I don't vlog everyday activities. I vlog like going to like a certain event, like when I did the All Star Game. Hold up, there is a vlog. I have never seen this before. Never on the YouTube channel. I've never seen a vlog. There, there is the one on the All Star Game. Okay, is that the only one? That that's the only one, and I'll probably do okay, one. Okay, that's I'm, why I was so confused. All right, and I'll probably. <laughs> I, no, I think there was another one I did. I I can't remember. I gotta look. And then 
with the NFL draft coming to Cleveland, I'm going to be down there and I'll probably vlog that. Cause, yeah. I mean, I, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to go see the NFL draft. Yeah. You know what's also coming to Cleveland soon? Um, opening, opening day, day. baby! A- April 1st against face. the Detroit Tigers. And we'll see what happens. And I, we have the home opener that Monday against the Royals. Yes, sir, Home we do. Opener. Opening day. And Give me opening day right now. All right. Just, I just want to go to the ballpark. You know, I, I, I just just want to just, like, relax. Pretty sure the opener is sold out. Plus, it's yeah. not go- you're not going to see everybody in the lower bowl. It's going to be all spread out, dude. Yeah, I know it is. I, I, I don't think standing room. I don't think they'll allow standing room because you're, like, way too close to me. But I think it might just only be the seats. I am trying to make sure I get in there one way or another. But other than that, the Indians evil. did option Oscar Mercado to the depth camp. Depth camp. Oh, my gosh. Jeez, I almost made it sound like something terrible. Uh, like a pool. We're not talking about a death camp. Some people thought for a minute there on Twitter that someone tweeted the latter. Uh, so I'm disappointed in this. I'm not saying that because, you know, Oscar Mercado – I was pounding the table back in 2019 to get him up. He obviously just needs a little bit of a course correction just to get himself back on track. But other than that, I think he'll we'll see him back up during the summer. And hopefully he grabs a center fielder's job if it's not grabbed by Bradley Zimmer or someone else by then. So Mercado didn't make the MLB squ- He didn't team? make the opening day roster. He didn't. I, I, it's a pro- who's playing uh, center he, field? Zimmer? Uh, could be Zimmer. We don't actually I, fully know yet. Oh, great. Indians not having an outfield. That, that, they that, have Eddie similar. Rosario. Rosario's They've got playing Naylor. They have, Naylor. they have some guys. It's just center field's unsettled. Center but field if Bradley Zimmer can find a way with the bat, with his if, defense, we have a dynamic guy who could not necessarily be Grady Sizemore, but that's I mean, the closest if, if, comp if I can think of. Zimmer can go back to his 2017 form, I would love to see that. Yeah. He I was mean, something then, uh, up until like he got hurt like a few weeks yeah. before the playoffs. And then Rule 5 pick, Trevor Steffen is going to make the opening day roster. Uh, he was selected, I believe, from, yes, the Yankees uh, minor league affiliates. So he is making the opening day roster. There's a chance that Logan Allen will make it. Brian Shaw I is making the opening Shaw. day roster. Welcome back, Brian Shaw. Got the veteran in the bullpen. He'll be revived for like a year, and then he'll fall off after that. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. The Browns really was... not really any new depth additions, to be no, honest. It was a quiet week in NFL. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, we've had a few deals go down. Uh, like Carlos Dunlap re-upped with Seattle for two years in about like sixteen million, give or take. Uh, you know that happened, but honestly, I still see people going at the OBJ thing on Twitter. And let's just say this and just make it clear and end the argument now. OBJ is the Browns' number one receiver. Yes. End of story. Yes. No more talk about that. Odell and Jarvis Landry, best wide receiver duo in the NFL. Don't at me. Don't question me. It's a Julio fact. Julio and Calvin Ridley. I'll give them that. I can. I would, okay, but I would still take Odell and Jarvis. I mean, look at the if, – if you saw Julio their – Julio and Calvin Ridley. If you saw Jarvis and Odell's LSU highlight mixtapes, oh, That's my gosh. That's college, are, buddy. That's not pros. Pros. I'm talking Sing. just pros. We ain't talking college in this. Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, probably to me are the best duo. I I, I don't 
I, That's I, my I, opinion. I think Odell, o- Odell I think Jarvis and Jarvis are in the top are better five. Than Ridley. I, I know they're both Julio's. in the top five. The- Jarvis is not better than Ridley. OBJ is on that level. Mm. That and plus Julio Jones still can ball out. I know, I know, I know. Julio Jones is. Can I mean, ball out. I'm just, I'm just stating the fact there. OBJ is the number one receiver for the Browns. Do not at me. Don't Book at, it. don't at it's me either. One hundred percent fact. Don't. It is a fact. Don't at us. Don't. If you do, I am uh, blocking you on Twitter. I'm not going to block you, but I will debate you a little bit and have some fun with it. But and we'll be fun debate. It won't be anything yeah. where like we're animosity at the end. We're just going to have uh, a little bit of fun with that. Uh, Hollywood O'Higgins very active on Twitter. Oh, by right the way, now. John Johnson, did you see the Instagram Live video that he that I, ended up on Twitter? I, I did not see. Uh, he live. said, "Hey, drop my dogs down here," like something like that. And Jalen Ramsey was in the chat and he said, "No." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love that. I'm like, I'm I'm one of the few people that picked up on that. I'm like, yo, Jalen, like, I totally get you, but like, dude. <laughs> yeah, I am really jo- uh, enjoying uh, Rashard Higgins' tweets right now. Higgins uh, gets Cleveland. He does. Uh, well, he first, t- today he tweeted out, I need to buy a church the way I be preaching. Then he posted uh, a gif of him and Jarvis Landry and wrote, roll me out. And then he told... He's like, hey, Baker Mayfield, I'm tweeting you to see if you could top that spin move from the Tennessee game. Yours truly would. Then he said, you all think I can do a backflip? Laughing emojis. And then Daryl Ryder tweet out, I don't know if there is a better fan base than the Browns. This was a quote from Higgins, and Rashard Higgins said, like he quoted that tweet and said, "I mean that I, I love Hollywood. We hey, Hollywood. He's a good third receiver. We have. I mean, I'd he's, say we have a perfect. couple of you know third wide receiver uh, types. People's I mean, Jones, Jones yes. Daryl Hodge, Higgins are great. You know, wide receiver options. I think honestly, the Browns don't, we don't need, need to necessarily no. add a receiver. No, we don't. Yeah, I mean, other than that though, the Cavs Ugh. they got." They did get a trade done, but it wasn't Andre Drummond. They sent out JaVale what? McGee to the Denver Nuggets for a 2023 round pick, Isaiah Hartstein, and also a 2027 second round pick. And guess what? If we have that, I forget which one has the protections on it. It might be the 2023 one, but if we get that 2027 second rounder, we're going to be selecting an eighth grader in 2027. 2027. I'm not even thinking that far in my We're life. We're going to be selecting an eighth grader an eighth. in 2027. <laughs> <laughs> is LeBron's youngest son? Is LeBron's youngest son in eighth grade? I think no, he is. No, I think he's yeah. closer to high school. Maybe, no, I don't think. No, maybe. I no. He he is. I Bryce Bryce, Bryce James Bryce uh, Maximus. Yeah, he might be eighth grade. I think like him and his sons are two years apart. Yeah, I mean, Ronnie. Ronnie's, Ronnie's a it, sophomore in high school. Yeah. Maybe, oh, heck, I haven't we, heard heck, much on Bronny yet because of where he's going to high yeah. school. A uh, heck, maybe we can select Bryce Maximus James in the 2027. Yeah, but they are agreeing to a buyout at some point. They're going to work towards it. That is with Andre Drummond. 
I, I, that whole drama. They should have just let him play. To be honest, they sat yeah. him for over a month. What? What is that's going not, on? I don't know. That, that's not good business either. There, like, I, I would have tried to play him for a little bit longer unless they knew that he had an injury or something. Yeah, I, I that that makes no sense. And if you're gonna like trade him, like saying, yeah, but we're gonna make you sit. Yeah. Like that, that's stupid. Like I wouldn't even show up to practice or anything if they say, oh, you you're good to play and all, but you're not gonna play a single minute because we're gonna trade you somewhere it makes no sense and then we we still have kevin love who just sits around and collects checks from the Cavs. look love wants to play you can tell uh, it's just he's just not been able to stay healthy he's too hurt and i I mean it's not some of these injuries have been fluky like kevin kelly olenic i still hate that man to this day yeah that that he literally did that i feel like out of spite that was six years ago wow kelly olenic dude he's an ultimate drunkie for doing that yeah, like that's a lifetime Olenek drunky play, move. Yeah, Olenek played on Gonzaga. I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah, um, he was a Gonzaga boy. Yeah, and I don't know. I just Kevin Love's the only guy from that from the last te- team to make the playoffs with the Cavs. Delhi. And oh yeah, Delhi. Well, Delhi. Yeah, he was on the sixteen, but he wasn't on the eighteen. The, that twenty eighteen team. True. So he's so Kevin Love's just been just you know enjoying getting paychecks. There from literally the Cavs. isn't anyone else from that eighteen team. There isn't. Huh. And it's weird. And, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, mean, Love is going to retire as a Cavalier one way uh, or another. I mean, I just feel like if he wants to well, win, win go, go join LeBron in L.A. Well, I mean. And he's from L. He's from, I, I doubt he's, he's going to give up that cash. And, two, I think he likes it here. I really do. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if here. his uh, his his model wife likes it here, because you know she's a model and well, it doesn't mean leather. because you're a model that you wouldn't like it here. That's a little bit too much of an assumption. I'm just saying, just more yeah. models live in like California or Florida, because it's but just nice. That's that's too stereotypical, man. I'm just right. I'm just saying, I'm just, not just, not blaming, not opinion. shaming, just, not saying. Saying. just saying, just saying, just saying, and yeah, so. We all know no playoffs for the Cavs. There uh, is a chance. They're, they're not going to make it. I know they're not going to make it, but there There's, is a chance for that play-in stuff. Uh, and, and what is going on with uh, – I heard something about Darius Garland today. I don't know. Uh, people are like kind of like – I don't know. They're like kind of questioning his play and stuff, and I don't know if he was I, – I, He was looking good earlier in the year. Yeah. I mean, don't forget, like, A, he didn't get it even to play out the whole season last year, yes. and then B, you know – this year's just been weird in just terms of uh, getting everything to flow right, and then yet you've had Sexton out, you've had Love out, you haven't had a fully healthy roster for most of the season. Ooh, uh, Buccaneers have resigned Leonard Fournette somehow. Playoff Lenny's back. Uh, Let's go. Earn three point two five well, million no. with a chance to reach via four million via incentives. No, it's it's not. No, it's no, it's Super Bowl Lenny. It's not Playoff Lenny. He's got a Super it's, Bowl ring. Super Bowl Lenny. How the heck did the Buccaneers play gymnastics? There is no such thing as a cap in the NFL anymore. Like, like it, it feels like there's not. It, it feels like I, a myth. I don't know. Just as, like, other folks have been saying, I believe it is now a myth. But, you know, just getting back on topic, the Cavs, we do have some more to talk about them. And if you haven't read the article yet, Enzo, this is your one and only chance. I, I read We're some, going to get into it, it last and, night. Uh, but. What is it that we have to talk about the Cavs still? An interesting piece written by The Athletic. Stay with us. Pass the mic. Come back at you shortly. More into my veins, Zade Wolf. There are no limits, my friend. Let's let this play a little bit in the background here. And Enzo, welcome back. 
to our second segment, I guess, or our second part of the show today of Pass the Mike Sports Talk, Sean Fitzgerald and Zorlando. We've got a lot to still get over and go over, but as promised, we have a little something still to go with the Cavs. If you hadn't heard, and obviously if you're a Cavs fan, you probably would know, Dan Gilbert suffered a stroke in 2019, or actually, you know, it was last year, right? It was 2020. Uh, well, who knows what year we're on? I, I mean, yeah, it's been it's a, it's been a pandemic, but essentially, Gilbert hasn't been running the team the same as he has been. So the question, obviously, is you know who would eventually take over since a lot of these vassal businesses, you know, family business can be, you know, Lakers and a couple other franchises. It's been that way. Well, there could be an heir apparent within the Gilbert family. That would be Grant Gilbert. Now, I want to preface this because I know a lot of people on this piece hated on it. And it was a really well-done piece by Jason Lloyd and Joe Varden for The Athletic. But Grant Gilbert, this is basically a profile, and I'd love to know more about him. Like, he graduated from Michigan compared to, you know, his dad and other family. Wasn't it? Wasn't Dan Gilbert Michigan State? Yep. He donates exactly. a lot of money to them. Yep. And that's and why. Then we mentioned how the Michigan State Spartans are going to be presented by Rocket Mortgage. Yep. We what, mentioned uh, that. Which is what you know, Dan Gilbert, one of his uh, businesses, which yeah, is part but, of Quicken Loans. But it's, also, it's all confusing. But with Grant, the thing is, he's in a role that is you know on the business side, but he's able to talk with the players still. And you know, with Kobe Altman, he's known Altman for years. You know, way before Altman became GM. And the basic gist of this is that, you know, there are not necessarily, there isn't necessarily a plan, but it's been recognized by a few folks in the organization that it's likely going to be Grant down the road. If he wants to take it, it would probably be his, you know, job to lose. But Dan Gilbert hasn't been able to be as active and as hands-on. But let's get this straight here with Grant. He doesn't have anybody under his charge. He doesn't have anyone who reports to him. He reports to at least two high-level executives. One of them's his dad. Yeah. He reports to at least two. But Dan Gilbert, as much as, you know, you could love him or you hate him, Gilbert has a really good son. And, you know, it was 2019. Yeah, May 26, 2019. Shortly after the Beeline hire, actually. Yeah, how did that experiment go? I mean, I, I did. He just, I don't think Beeline really He just did didn't well get with, the NBA yeah, game. Yeah, I was surprised the that the Haro was hopeful that he'd just be a five year bridge. But, you know, Dan Gilbert not being around, I, I honestly forgot, like, maybe this impact hasn't been, his impact hasn't been felt. Like, during one of the few press conferences or appearances he made, he really couldn't use his left side of his body. So. You know, I hope that Gilbert's able to recover at some point to some degree that he could return to some kind of normal operations. But Jay Farner and one of his other business partners has been helping run the Cavs. And then you've Joe Gund is still a part of the ownership oh. minority ownership. And then you still have Usher in the minority ownership yeah. among others. Yeah, Usher still. So yeah. that's an info piece also there too. You mean Gordon Gunn? Gordon Gunn, yeah. yeah. I meant Gordon Gunn. My, you, my you, are you confusing Gordon Gunn and Joe Tate? That yeah, that was my because like they're a, from like that uh, that eighties and yeah, 90s. That, that's my bad, but right. but it's an interesting piece, and if you all are able to read it on the athletic, I would highly recommend that you do. It's not necessarily to say like, oh, look at this golden boy. No, Grant Gilbert is seems to be different from all those stereotypical rich kids. That's what seems to be the case, and honestly, 
that makes me a little bit more hopeful if LeBron weren't to buy the team. And I'm not saying we're getting we're not getting into that right now, Enzo. We're not getting into that right now. But if let's just say LeBron weren't to buy the team and Grant were to eventually become the owner someday. He hasn't ruled out that he will even be the owner. Like he's basically said that he wants to figure out what he's going to do with his own life first. But you know, he likes what he's been doing. I like this piece mainly because we got to know more about the second oldest son being Grant. And it's really one of those things where he's just, he just seems like a down to earth dude. And who knows? We're years away, probably maybe a couple of years to maybe a decade or more until we find out, you know, is he going to fully take over or does, because he, he's acknowledged he doesn't have a lot of experience either. So I know you were only able to read a little bit compared to me reading the whole thing. Enzo, what are your thoughts on Grant Gilbert? Um, you know, he seems like a good guy and everything. He doesn't seem like, you know, stereotypical rich kid. Like he said, it seems like, you know, he wants to go work in the basketball industry doing something in, like, the executive department. Maybe he'll be a GM. Maybe he'll be a president of a team. Who knows? Maybe owner, Cavs. Who knows? But very interesting piece. Didn't really know he was his, his sons had that much involvement with the organization. I always thought right it was now. just yeah, – I always random. just thought it was just Dan Gilbert – running the show. I mean, yeah, I don't I mean, think like yeah. I don't have much hate on Dan Gilbert cuz yeah. he won us a championship. He did a he, he did the right thing he to do. Money. He paid players. He's cuz we're, I mean, we're not going into that. We're not going I'm not like I'm not. Night. I'm just saying <laughs> just you know, he knew how Dan Gilbert knows how to run a an organization and a whole point of a sports organization is to win. Yeah. And we're that's not, why I like yeah. him and same thing Jimmy Haslam I used to not like him and then he just some of the decisions the Browns made and Yeah, this I is made what him, happened so. once uh Jimmy Haslam decided to hire probably uh, Kevin Stefanski and also Andrew Barry. Andrew and goes the dynamite. You could even say John Dorsey because he built the talent. I would True, but he also didn't. Well, the coach hiring, the coach the hiring, culture. the coach hiring was not the good. Yeah, I mean, he was stuck with Hugh Jackson, then he hired Freddie. Yeah, I mean that was. I mean, the here's cult. the thing: as much as anyone can bash Freddie Kitchens all day long, I like the dude as just a dude. Freddie Kitchens would be someone that I'd love to have a drink with at a bar. Yeah. Just, you know, one-on-one, just talk football or not, just chat with him and just, you know, be able to shoot the breeze in the words of a good friend and mentor of mine. That that guy just, you know, we hate on him and we meme him up because of all the sayings that he would say. But I still love Freddie just because he made things fun for a bit. Yeah, he did. And I, he's just a fun personality, too. Yeah, he is more like a guy that you would go down and have, have a couple beers with him at a bar and just have a good conversation. But he's not like that leadership mentality like Stefanski Who knows? Has. Maybe he gets there one maybe, day. Like maybe, maybe that, that one experience. Because remember, there have been coaches yeah. in the past like Pete Carroll. Uh, yeah, where did he, I forgot where he coached. He, he started, I think, first. in New England. Oh yeah, I forgot he coached like, the Patriots. Yeah, was it was and then he went the to you know, then he went to college and then uh, yeah. he uh, yeah USC he really and then he that. came back to the NFL with uh, Seattle. Yeah, but, I mean if you think about it in a way, uh, I mean he might you know, get a second chance. Yeah, he might get a second chance. You never but, know. You know, Freddie Kitchens had never been. You know, he basically was an offensive coordinator for only a couple of games, and yeah. then he jumped right into a head coach role, and maybe, you know, he he gets a chance over the next decade. Or maybe a little bit shorter than that, and maybe he becomes a head coach again. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. Because, you know, that one year is a, was a learning experience for him. Yeah, and I think there was just too high of expectations yeah, from the Browns. We, we because we had much. all that talent. And but I we just got think the best out of it this past yeah. year, which was a good thing. Yeah, 
just yeah. Freddie couldn't really manage all that. But also, we didn't much. we didn't give Baker no line. That was the other yeah. Problem. That was that. Mem- yeah, Brandon's uh, what is it? Is his commercial? Oh he talks yeah, about that. that. We'll, he talks play about that yeah, we'll, we'll play that later. We'll play that later. But yeah, I remember we didn't really have an O line yeah. either. But now we have an O line. We have an offense. We're we're, we're rebuilding our. Right. We're pretty much building up our defense. Yeah. And give me we have a special Collins in the draft. Give me him, and we are uh, going to be Saving Super Collins, Bowl Super Browns uh, all day. Well, oh, did you see, oh, Micah Parsons. Did you see his uh, pro day? No, I didn't. I not. saw it. Ooh, he ran, I forgot his 40 time. Well, it was like a four. He's gone way before the Browns pick. I mean, I wouldn't mind trading up for him. I mean, that's not been the MO of the very front office. However, I will not mind if they trade up to try and him. But that's the thing. He would have to probably fall to like the mid teens. Oh, he, Micah Parsons ran a 4.39. Oh, yeah, he's gone. He's a top 10 pick. Yeah. Broke it. <laughs> Ooh, he's top linebacker. 10. Bye bye. Yeah. I don't you know. You'd have to be willing to make a ballsy jump like the Steelers did. But. Yeah. With all that said, we're still going through uh, into segment three with our national segment. But anything we've talked about and are going to talk about, if you want to call in today, 330-672-7701. That is 330-672-7701. Well, since it's March, we have to go right into March Madness. Okay. I I would prefer that uh, because... Let's play. Let's go through the games that we've watched. Uh, It was an interesting first two rounds. Hold on, wasn't isn't that for later? Isn't that later? March Madness. It's March, and you gotta talk March Madness. I know. Isn't that for later when we have more time? I mean, sure, but I'm always down to talk it. I know, but we don't want to spoil everything. Uh, I mean, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. We're not. Let's go into the national sports, and if we decide we want to talk a little bit of NCAA, because there is other NCAA NCAA. news that we can talk about, because March Madness is uh, such a bigger story. Yeah. Get what Uh, I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying, but also, if you want to talk March Madness right now, call in 330-672-7701. And I am tweeting out the number uh, from my Twitter, so keep an eye out for that, 330-672-7701, to call in to at Mike. Oh, man, I was hoping to make that much more smoother on at BSR Kent right now. Woo, man, it's just one of those shows where I'm just I'm just amped up and all over the place, dude. I am amped as heck. March. But yeah, March Madness, we will be talking about that. Uh, right now, the, it could be the start of MLB Extension Mania. MLBTR has covered... Uh, the Michael Conforto and Francisco Lindor extension talks a little bit here and there. It sounds like there may be a little bit of optimism, not saying a deal is close, that Francisco Lindor and the Mets could come to an agreement after the initial offers. Uh, Kansas City has extended one of the best catchers in baseball, Salvador Perez, for, for four more years to his current contract, and it'll be an average annual value of $20.5 million, replacing Alex Gordon's contract as the largest in Royals history. Uh, well-deserved for Salvador Perez. Like His original deal was such a steal for them. And then they upped his pay a little bit with another extension, and then they finally give him the biggest deal in franchise history. So well done for Salvador Perez. He's one of the guys I like in the AL Central who is an enemy. Well done. Well done, Salvi. Opening day is in less than a week now. That, that just blows Pump my mind. Baseball into my veins ad nauseum. Yeah, that that really blows me away. Dude, I am I'm looking just... forward to watching baseball one way or another. You are not going to I stop just want me. I just want to go to a game in person. 
That's what I missed. I'll, here's the thing. When I, I was I, at I, the I, MAC tournament the other week uh, for the title game that was, I was at the quarterfinal day, and I was at the final. There were a ton of fans at the final. Like I was, I was guessing about 1,000 to maybe 1.5 is my best guess. Look, they were all spread out throughout the arena, but, you know, there's still a couple near me. It kind of tripped me out a little bit seeing that many people in the arena because I had been at, you know, Progressive Field without any fans, basically, in, in, in the stands. But, like, literally, that was just so trippy. Like, I think folks are – who if you haven't been to a Cavs game, if you hadn't been to a Browns game, if going to a baseball game is going to be your first time, like, even if – even though it's going to be more than 1,000, obviously – it's going to be 10,500. Just be prepared to be tripped out mm. to be around so many people again. Like, it's it, – it literally tripped so. me out, dude. I don't think it's going to trip me out. Dude, trust me. It, it, it's going to, like, for a few minutes, you're going to be like, whoa. No, I whoa, mean, because here's the thing. I'm the saying att- only if you hadn't been to a Browns or Cavs game. I, I, I haven't, but here's the thing. The, the Indians' attendance is – they said 10,000. That's the average attendance in April and May. So yeah, it's little, really not going to bother me. Just a little me. over 10,000, but, yeah. dude, I'm just saying, like, it might, when, might when you haven't seen a bunch of people at arenas, you know, for a long time or stadiums, like, I'm just saying for me, it tripped me out a little. Uh, I mean, and you want to know what's interesting? It's crazy how I think, like, you know, Texas is going to allow full capacity for college uh, football. And same thing with Bama, too. Baseball's <laughs> like, already given the go-ahead. And, 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 yeah, so that's that's interesting how, yeah. like, there's some states. Like, Speaking of Texas, the yeah. – uh, Cheating Astros and Lance McCullers, who I do not have much against McCullers, uh, have agreed to a five-year, eighty-five, not one eighty-five, eighty-five million dollar contract. Uh, he is one of the few pieces that they have from that original like seventeen uh, title team, shall we call it? Uh, but yeah, this Lance McCullers is a dude I actually like, so good for him. He especially coming off of a Tommy John surgery within the last couple seasons. Good for him, but still, screw the Astros. Yeah. The NBA, Houston traded Victor Oladipo to Miami for scraps. Yeah. The Clippers traded Ru- Lou Williams, yes. which was surprising for Rajon yeah. Rondo, yeah. but that's not that's not bad honestly. That, it's not for the, bad. For it's, needing a backup point yeah. guard, they got a really good backup yeah. point guard. And it's good for Lou Williams too because he can go to his 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 place in Atlanta, the Magic City, and just go there and eat all the chicken wings he can. Because <laughs> he was he went there when we were and they were in the bubble, and you know when you were in the bubble, you really couldn't leave it because it's a bubble, and uh, he wanted to go see strippers and chicken wings. Oh, boy. And then the Orlando Magic <laughs> traded Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets. That was a decent deal, I'd yeah. say. That was a decent deal. Those were the only big ones I saw. Yeah, because we had the freaking Harden blockbuster in January, which thank you, Brooklyn, for Jarrett Allen. Oh, oh yeah. We have a caller. caller. Oh, here we go. This is going to be a fun one. Okay. It is Hugh. Yo, what is up, yep. Quentin? Fellas, I have a bone to pick with you gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, boy. What did what I is say? It, I, I will, I will say, it, it was, it was great and, and absolutely liberating to talk to you guys last Friday. Um, oh no! But, but unfortunately, but for whatever reason, I was hung up on. Wait, what? What? I, I don't, dude. I don't Wait, remember hold on. that. Was, so was it last I Friday? Was, I think it was two Fridays it was, ago. It I don't... was, it was two Fridays ago. I yeah. was on the phone and we were having a conversation, and then I heard. Oh, Gabe's calling. Oh, and hold on. Yeah, uh, hold on. We were having on. a ton of callers at the time. We actually yeah. had, like, a ton of callers calling in. So, like, 
he, the he phone was, line. He was literally like almost about to like drop off the phone line. So that's where I'm like, I wanted to like keep talking with you, but I want to also get to him. And he gave us a news drop during that time too. So, you know, I'm sorry yeah, about that. Yeah, that, yeah, that was on me. I was the one who dropped you off. So if you're going to be angry at someone, it's me. Nah, dude, I'm not angry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's just kidding. Right, what do yeah, you want to talk about, up, buddy? But, but, I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but tomorrow at about 5.15, the greatest Catholic school in the country will face off against the Baylor Bears. And clearly, I'm speaking of the Villanova Wild. Yeah, Bears. dude, go Nova, go Nova. I have them. Do I'll not have them. my bracket anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I love Nova. Cats, baby. Dude, go Cats. Go I'm cats. with Q on this. I, I like Villanova. I like their head basketball coach. Uh, was it JJ J Wright? J Wright. Yeah, I, I like Villanova. I and I do have Nova going deep because I know Nova shows up in the tournament. But you lost your you champion already. Let, you don't mess with the cat. I didn't, you don't mess with the I, cat. Well, I, no, you lost your champion in the past the mic bracket. Well, no, I have Gonzaga in the past to Mike. You're thinking of the BSR one. Oh, I put Ohio State. That was oh, a dumb that's decision. why I was so. I have Deshaun. I have like a multiple brackets. I don't just do one bracket for each yeah. group. Yeah, I, mean, I did. I literally did one what? bracket this year, and it's it's looking rough. Fellas. Yeah, let me, let me yeah. see where Q is ranked in the. Oh, you're thir- you're thirteenth. You're doing better than me, who's in eighteenth. Uh, where am I at? So I only, Sean, Sean, I you're only, in seventh. You have the best chance. Uh, yeah, tied for seventh. I only did the pass the mic group. Um, I just because you BSR. want that Chipotle yeah. gift card. Oh, by the way, shout out to my good friend Greg Jashonik, fellow Holy Name alum. He is tied for first with who I think might be Alex Will. No, I don't think that's Wilcox, but he is tied for first in the pass the mic bracket. Greg Jashonik, shout out to him real quick. Yeah. You uh, though. Anything else you want to talk about real quick? Because we do have to go to break soon. Um, Let's talk more. We March. talked about Villanova. It's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, Kirk Cousins. I mean, what a guy. He is, yeah, he, 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 he is, is a guy. Kirk is a guy. I just, I really, really love Kirk Cousins. Uh, we, we know um, you love Kirk Cousins. I, I see you have, like, when I go to your place, you have, like, a big poster of him right by your bed. Yes, yes. yes. It's he, my mural. It's his so mural. That's what, he, that's what bed, he looks like. Before you go to bed, you, you say your prayers to the dear Lord. Thank him, thank him for another beautiful day on this on this rock we call Earth. And then and then you pray for the health and happiness of Kirk Cousins. I mean, right. I, I sleep with uh, – I've I've read Tom Brady's book, The TV 12 Method, and that's like right by my bread. That book is That book is a good book. Uh, that's, that's what fantastic. that's that's by my bread. So now I'm thankful that I have the greatest quarterback, like literally at my fingertips. Just read it. Everything they've the gone through. The second greatest. No, he's the goat. He's the goat. Think, so who's the, right, who's the great? I don't think you have a. I don't so, think you have a bur- I don't think I don't think you have a book from Kirk by your bedstand. So. No, I, Kirk Cousins is nowhere near the level as Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, Kirk Cousins not going to play until he's forty. I'll tell you that. You just you just stop it right now. Stop it right no. now. All right, all right, all right, Q. All right Q. Thanks for calling, buddy. Hey, hold on, hold on, uh, hold on. Okay, yeah. okay. You, you guys, you guys hung up on me last week, so you know what I'm gonna do. Hey, click. Hey, go. <laughs> let's go, let's go, Q. Let's go. All right, thanks oh, for calling that's in. That's fair game. Thanks that for is calling game. in. All right, Q. I'll give a little bit of pause on that. That's fair game. That's fair game. 
right, when we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit of NFL. Well, oh, we have some UFC, too. Yeah, and there is one piece of sad news that we are going to talk yes. about. So stick with us, pass the mic, come back at you briefly. Uh, you hungry at all or anything? Oh, I'm definitely well, hungry, man. Well, well get hungry, uh, listeners. Black Skull Radio will be hosting a Chipotle fundraiser on Wednesday, March 31st. It's only valid at the Chipotle in Kent on Main Street. So it's not valid at every Chipotle in America. I'm sorry. But only the one in Kent. Uh, and Chipotle Mexican Grill, you know, they serve up fresh food all day. You know, you love getting burritos and bowls, all that, and sometimes quesadillas. But make sure you stop in on that Wednesday, March 31st, from 4 to 8 p.m. at the location on East Main Street in Kent. And make sure to mention Black Scroll Radio at the checkout. Or you can also do an order pickup from the Chipotle mobile app using the code 86C3HTQ. That code is H86C3HQT for pickup orders on the Chipotle mobile app. I'll probably be doing that because I'm just I probably won't have time to like really go in and order it. Yeah. But and we promise it'll be music to your mouth. And remember not to skip the chips and keep it locked in on blackskullradio.com. Yeah, we had a buddy of mine just about to call in. Um, I'll just you want to tell you, Chief, call back in. We'll get you back on air. Uh, yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. I, I did not hear the phone ring. Yeah. Oh, there's right, the phone. Here we go. Good buddy, Sean Schieferstein, a.k.a. Chief. What's going on, my friend? How we doing, Fitz? How's it going? Doing all right, doing all right. What do you want to talk about, my friend? Uh, how about them, uh, them brownies? Made a couple nice moves this past week, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah we talked about that last week. Yeah, John, John Johnson, Johnson they Troy. get Rashard Higgins back, Troy Hill, Troy Hill being a good good slot corner. I love those Malik moves. And Shank. Anthony Walker being a good, like, yeah. you know, locker room presence and good, like, middle guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Malik Jackson. Fan of what AB's doing. I am a fan of what uh, Andrew Berry's doing. I love it. Like, he's smart, he's calculated, this, uh, and he's able to go after it. What do you think about Jadavian Clowney? You want him? Mm-hmm. I, here's the thing. I'd like him. Like, if it's it's on $15 million per year, no. But, you know, if you can get him, like, 10 to 12, I'd like that. I want Clowney because I think, you know, him and uh, Garrett together, I'm not saying that Clowney's going to produce immediately. But I think Clowney definitely, you know, you take the edge off of uh, Garrett. You have some f- more focus on him as well. You get, you know, a good one-two combo. Oh, boy. We got- anything else? Uh, how about Stipe? We uh, we all in on Stipe. Yeah, I'm in on night. Stipe. I, what time's that fight? Eleven. It's yeah. uh, there's like main card, so they probably won't be till a little later. Right, um, I, yeah. I'm definitely gonna watch it. Support Stipe, local Cleveland UFC fighter. Yeah. But thank you for the call, yeah, my friend. All right, we got more calls. Yeah, we hey, got more calls. Appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, Mike. Yeah, sounds good. Bye. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, co- sorry, uh, Mike Urs. Uh, we're going to get you on. I promise. Just the way that the phone lit up, it was weird. Yeah, the phone's ringing still. Yeah. Hold on. Put him on air. Put, come on, put him on air. Hello. All right. Sean's figuring out the phone. I mean, Hello. usually we should Hello. have it. I don't. I we don't know what's Hello. really going on. Something's up. Something's up. But yeah, Stipe yeah. fighting Francis. I don't want hey, to mispronounce. Mike Urs, I'm sorry. Hey, Mike Erse, I am sorry that I did not get you on air. For some reason, the phone line did not light up how it normally would. So that was one a little bit weird. But call back in. We'll get you back on air. Sound good? 
just call back in. I know the number, 330-672-7701. I am sorry about that. I did not mean to hang up on you like that. I was trying to figure out to get you back on air, but that was a little bit weird. A few NFL things that we wanted to cover. Number one is article from the Miami Herald, and whenever we get Mike calling back in, you know, we'll get him thrown on air. All right, here we go. Here we go. Hey, Mike, you were on the air. What's going on? Nothing much. What's uh, up, Bob? How are you, Enzo? Yeah, I'm doing good. Oh, hey, so this look, is someone else? Who... It, it, I think it's his dad's name that comes up. Okay, you know, so, call ID. so I want to make sure who I'm talking to. This is Bob, Bob Ewers. All right, how, how's it going, Bob? Goes to Ohio University. Oh, by chance you happen to know a good buddy of mine or two, Cam Sego and Jack Stolar? Oh my God, I know Jack Stolar. Are you serious? Yeah, he's he was uh me and him were teammates and we went to the same high school. We uh we were on varsity together our senior year. Really? For yeah. what? Baseball? Or yeah, baseball? baseball. He threw an almost a no hitter in the opener, and then he threw a no hitter in uh, our loss to Padua in the district semi. <laughs> Like there was oh no God. errors involved no, in that Stolar either. Solar was one of the best pitchers I'd seen in a long time. Yeah, he's a he's a dog. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. Span- yeah, so uh, Spanish for two years together. So Bob, uh, yeah, Ohio University in the tournament shocked some people, but didn't surprise me. Uh, being it Virginia, sh- it didn't shock anyone at BSR. No, we knew that. We knew that. We knew that. The reaction from really? the Ohio. Yeah. University student body, Court Street, man. That I was, was there. Jamming. I was there, dude, at the MAC tournament for the Thursday and Saturday, and I gotta tell you, I was impressed. Like that, that Jason Preston has gone to another level. I hope you guys get to keep him for his senior year. Oh yeah, I bet we'll keep him. He's not going anywhere. But uh, yeah, we. I can't believe we beat Virginia. I'm surprised you guys thought it was so easy. I didn't yeah. think we were going to win that game at all. We have yeah, our I'm own a Mac, I'm a Mac, expert, I, Well, I'm a, Ma- I'm a Maction guy, so I'm always Yeah, going but we also Mac. had our own bracketology expert. His name's Alex Wilcox. He picked 67 of the 68 teams correctly. He didn't get everyone's Damn. exact seed, but he got 67 of the 68 teams in the field. He actually did pick two correct matchups, and those matchups were in their respective fields as well. So I'm talking about by, by fields, you know, the, each region. So he got right, right. So he did really well on that, and obvi- obviously, some of the seeds he was a little bit upset with because you know Loyola Chicago should have been at six, but you know that ended up working out for them. And there are other teams that should have been seeded higher or lower that I agreed with, and just some teams got you know the short end of it from the higher end. Oh man, mm-hmm. the only team I think he got wrong was uh, Louisville, who ended up being uh, who Wichita State ended up playing in their place. Yeah. Right. I forget what happened to Louisville's program ever since Patino left. I mean, they've made an appearance or two, but what else is on your mind, my friend? Uh, nothing. I was just thinking about those Bobbies. I'm just Dude. so proud of them. I can't believe we beat Virginia. Yeah, Bob, I can't believe it, man. You yeah. got any, like, jokes to tell? I know you're, you're a funny guy. You always got some type yeah, of Yeah, no joke. cursing, by the way. Uh, only four words that you're allowed to say is bitch-ass damn in hell. So you, don't want to drop you off. You got anything to say, Bob? Just say nope. it. No, no cursing, but I could say bitch Ass damn hell, but only <laughs> a little bit, person. only like only inter- intermittently. I'm just saying that. Okay, just well, you said all you said all four of them in a row. Nope, uh, you don't no, have. I got, no. I got no jokes. All you right. got nothing, no Bob. All right, dude, Bob, appreciate you calling in, man. Love having you yeah. on. I'm pl- glad I could call in, man. No uh, worries. Yeah. All right, thanks, all right Bob. take care, Bob. All right, Bob Urse. All right, uh, so let's get into a little bit of this because we had we've had some time taken up. So, to a tag of a. Tua Tagovailoa will be the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. They're not drafting a QB. I am not surprised. I appreciate. Sure I know I some people knew. think that 
Tua looked frail and whatnot. Oop. Yep. One more caller. Let's go. All right, let's, let's go. go. Phone line's rolling. All right, who we got? Hey, this is Brendan Sweeney. What's up, oh, Sweeney? What's up? How, How you doing, doing, Brendan? What's going on? Dude, you want to talk some March Madness? Because I'm ready. Awesome. I am all in on March Madness. I just can't stand the Ohio State Dude, Buckeyes. Me right neither. Now. I can't. I lost twenty bucks on that game. You lost it's to a team fault, called. You mine. lost to a team called Oral Roberts. <laughs> Where the hell is Oral Roberts? Who heard of that exactly. school? Exactly. I had. I'd heard of them, but not necessarily yeah. for the basketball. I never heard of them. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of sick of Ohio State athletics in general. I mean, uh, you can't blame them for losing in the national title no, you game in football. You can't, but there's some other things with football and stuff. But yeah, but you know, I'm all else? I'm all flash fast. <laughs> yeah, but like, come on, a 15 seed, like that? That's just absurd. I mean, it happened with what was it, Georgetown and FGCU back in, yeah a couple years ago. Yeah, it did. Yeah, like it's happened before, sure. and. There was a stat that went up on CBS's uh, broadcast that two of the last three teams prior to Ohio State losing, that you know those 15 seeds that had a lead at halftime had won the game. No, Brandon. What about uh, that game, like first round game, late Saturday night, Texas losing to Albion Christian? I couldn't believe that game either. Because here's oh the my thing. Gosh, yeah, that was. I I mean that came out of nowhere. But I mean you you can't really bet against. A Christian school against you know a team from yeah. Texas. Yeah, you can. Yeah, but here's also the thing that's shocking: if uh, the Shaka Smart is in talks to maybe become the Marquette head coach. Yes, I just saw that today. Actually, I, I mean, that's a good hire for Marquette. Hopefully, that gets them back on the right yeah, track. He hasn't been hired, but they're in the... talks at least. It doesn't mean that he will leave. But I'm somewhat surprised that he'd be leaving Texas. He just got hired, yeah. you know, from VCU a couple years ago, and has yeah, been and leading that program brought... back to relevance. He brought them to the title game for their conference, I yeah, believe. Yeah, he, he brought VCU to, like, yeah, that like the Final Four. Yeah, he, he got never, them to that improbable Final yeah, Four. Yeah, he, he made VCU, uh, you know, he made VCU into, like, a, a, a college basketball powerhouse team, kind yeah, of. Yeah, like, he, I think he got them to the round of 32 one or two more times and maybe one more Sweet 16 appearance. But, you know, Shaka Smart is a great coach. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, anything else you got to say? Um, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I got something to say. A couple this. things. Yeah. Okay. Enzo, I am beating you in the bracket, and mine is completely busted. That says a lot about how you picked. Your team. <laughs> I did. I did, ter- I did terrible this year. I did terrible this year. The o- I'm only doing well in one of my brackets. I'm even doing well in one of my brackets where I had Illinois winning and all, and Illinois is not even in it because they lost to Loyola. And don't get me wrong, Loyola's a good team. They are. They have good defense, but my bracket yeah, sucked got- this year, and, and that's why I'm like, it's March, and I'm and I'm losing money because of March Madness, and. Way to go! But that is that, why it, I do not bet on March Madness. Uh, it's much. just well, it's just you know those buy-in brackets. So you ten bucks, you know, yeah. ten bucks here, ten bucks here, and yeah. And dude, what about Syracuse and Jim Boheim? Jim Boheim, Joe Boheim and his son, Boheim and his son, buddy. I I never <laughs> he, thought Buddy would be that I good. I have him winning this game. I have him winning this weekend and moving on. Dude, that's, that's good. I mean, it's like very interesting how. Because apparently, like he he was actually like recruited to go to Syracuse, even though his dad's like the coach. Like that has yeah. to be like weird. Like his dad like had like a like a visit with his own son, and he's like, I, I mean, I can't only really imagine what that conversation was. I mean, that's exactly yeah. 
trying to see. Uh, was there any big upsets uh, second round? I mean, uh, that was Loyola was a big one. Loyola, and Oral Roberts beat Florida. Yeah, oh yeah, that they, they they beat Florida yep. too. I don't know how that team is doing it. They must just have that. They must just have that momentum. There's a couple of double digit seeds still in this. Yeah, uh, I I would like to see Oral Roberts move on, even though they just gave me no chance to win any of my brackets. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to see him Cinderella. I was hoping that it was like how the further. previous year had been when we had March Madness that the committee was actually starting to get it right with their new rankings because you only had, I think, one or two double digit seeds advance, and then basically most of the rest of the seeds were you know no lower than like a six for the most part. Oh, mm-hmm. so you can't also forget about UCLA making some noise in the dancer. The kind yeah. of well, the, I'll say UCLA, or, yeah. Yeah, see, that, yeah, yeah, that was crazy. But Brandon, I think we gotta get going. We're gonna be heading into a break soon. But appreciate you calling in. We're, we've got two more shows next Friday, and then Friday the ninth, my finale on BSR uh, from noon to three. So if you want to call in any time during those hours, you can. All right, perfect. All right. Thanks, guys. You're welcome, Brandon. Nice right. talking. Take you. care, buddy. Oh, All right, I love yeah. I love having these March Madness calls. I love I it. I love it. And I love I'm it. hoping Donnie calls in. Donnie from North Ridgeville, if you're listening. Call in after hmm, what time do we want? 105 after 105 or one ten, after, after, after 110, 110. 110. All right, we will we be taking callers again after 110. We got the recap. Callers after 110. So Blackstone Radio, pass the mic. Be back with you. And welcome back to Pass the Mic Sports Talk. Sean Fitzgerald ends Orlando heading into hour number two today. Yes. And you know what time yes, it is? Yes, I know what time it is. It is that time of the show. For our second hour, it's a weekly recap. Hit it! All right. Number one we got up here is Dan Snyder is going to buy out the other Washington football team owners. It's about a little more than $450 million for him to buy out that stake, and he's going to own virtually all of the team. So a little bit of a power grab by Snyder, but probably not to be unexpected after everything that's gone on in that organization that doesn't relate to the name. A lot of other stuff, you know, but that is more than I'm willing to get into yeah, with that. I, I wish Dan Snyder would leave Washington. If I, anyone I needs to sell their team, team it's, it's him. It is him. He's such an arrogant ass. I he does. Think. He has had some moments. I'm not yeah. with charity. He has yeah. had some. So I'll say that at the very least. Interesting. All right. All right. Next. Next. Uh, the Masters won't require spectators who attend this year to have a negative COVID test. Very interesting since uh, last year's Masters didn't take place at a normal time. It took place in November, and there's no spectators. Masters will be starting on April 8th. Limited number of spectators, but they're, they don't have to show proof of a negative COVID test when they walk in. They just have to wear masks and be socially distanced while they're on the course. I found that to be very interesting. All right, yeah, that's, that is interesting indeed. Next up, we got the federal government of Canada approving a seven-day quarantine for NHL players who are traded from American teams. It's expected to be passed. Uh, Basically, an NHL source confirms uh, a report that the 14-quarantine-day period in Canada has been reduced to seven. Uh, This comes from Darren Dreger on Twitter. Uh, This will help NHL clubs navigate trades with U.S.-based teams leading up to the April 12 deadline. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, next, Steelers wide receiver Chase Claypool uh, got into a bar fight. Actually, uh, this was reported from TMZ. It was out in 
Costa Mesa, California, and I don't know, Chase Claypool's another example of, you know, another diva on the Steelers, uh, just like Antonio Brown, uh, Le'Veon, and Juju, so yeah, I'm I'm sick and tired of Chase Claypool, he's, he's kind of a jerk. Uh, next, the Bengals quarterback, Joe Burrow, he vemoed someone at Ohio University, $500, all for shots at the CI bar down in Athens, Ohio. And all I got to say, Joe Burrow, way to help out small businesses, Joe. A great guy. Bought a bunch of guys shots. A bunch of people shots. He loves Athens. He'll always be, like, their home. Yeah. And then last up, just a little fun thing to throw in there as I'm going to actually throw Michael on all right. uh, during this. My, oops, oops. We my, just missed all it. Right. All right. Try so, it again. Yeah. We'll throw Michael on when he calls back in. Uh, yeah. But... The Marlins had a security guard at spring training banging a trash can for Alex Bregman during his entire at-bat uh, during that game. So that was funny. That was hilarious. Oh, ha, ha, ha. And I am done with that part, and that is the weekly recap for this week. Yeah, that, that was. I, I love I love that story, you know, a security guard banging yeah. trash can. I mean, I think like if whenever a team plays the Astros this year, there has to be someone just find the nearest trash can in the stadium and just bang it whenever the Astros are up just to screw with their minds. Yeah. Because I mean they, they deserve all the crap they get and I'm so glad baseball has fans this year because they're going they're going to get booed by whatever the amount of fans are there. And, yeah. All right, uh, here, here we go. Is. I'm going to throw uh, him on air and then I'm going to run out for a quick second, all right? Yeah. Hey, Mike, I'm going to run out for a quick second, but you got Enzo. Hey, how's it going, Theo, Mike? What's up, Enzo? What's How are up? You? Uh, I'm doing pretty good today, other than the fact, you know, gray clouds, but I'm still trying to maintain that high energy. But March mm-hmm. Madness really, you know, really has been screwing me again, even though it's been like over a year. <laughs> what do you mean it's screwing just, me? What's you know, it's just my bracket. My, all my brackets, like, they, they suck. Oh, uh, okay. That's okay. all. I mean. Just so right, many. Are we upsets. on air now? Yeah, yeah, we're on air. Okay, you're good, on air, good. just with me. Just with you, just all like right. Old well, times. The, the two originals. Yep, right. the OG past the mics, and yeah. crazy, crazy. Like, our three years will be next month. Three years since we started. Huh? Yeah, three years. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Since first one, first one up in my office there. How yeah, about that? In the in the old office. In the old office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so so you're well. I mean, Enzo, I don't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't feel bad. I think everybody's bracket. Yeah. This has been an unprecedented year. Um, I think uh, I saw it was the most double-digit seeds that ever made it to the Sweet 16. And uh, I think what the game, the game start tonight, right? They, Today they tomorrow. start, they start tomorrow. Which I don't, I don't oh, like tomorrow. how they're scheduling it because I prefer it when they did it like Thursday through Sunday. Because that's yeah, like your weekend, yeah. and I, I I don't know. I forget why they're doing this. Well, I think it has to do with the, the gym availability, uh, you know, because they're all doing it in Indiana. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure TV has, has a play in that. But I think it's, it's I think it's the travel, it's the pandemic, it's the gym availability in, in just the one state there. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, totally. I, I mean, I'm surprised teams like Oral Roberts make it to the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. They're one yeah. of the low seeds. Syracuse, I know, is a good program, but I, I'm not surprised they're playing that well. They always seem to, uh, you know, Beheim's got a good, uh, uh, he's got a good tournament record. He always seems, seems to have them ready when it comes to tournament time. Yeah, and same. And he's thing, got his son playing. Too. Yeah, I mean, that's that's always a good help. I think we talked about that earlier. And uh, uh, what was that? Oh, Loyola. I wasn't really shocked that they beat Illinois because I saw a couple of Loyola. You weren't? No, because I saw Loyola. 
I know they were an eight seed, but I saw Illinois played in their uh, their no, tournament. No, Illinois was a number one seed. They beat a number one. Yeah, they beat a number. I wasn't really surprised because they have a good defense team, and that's how they win. Are we on story of the day right now? No, we're still talking March Madness. That's what I'm saying. March Madness is our story of the day. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> story of the day, March Madness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Loyola was surprising that they got an eight seed. Our bracketologist expert, Alex Wilcox, listed them as a six. So, you know, Loyola ended up coming out probably better on the end. And, you know, they get Oregon State, so it's going to be an 8-12 matchup there. Yeah, Oregon State's played really well. Um, but Loyola, I think, has the number one defense in the country. I think they Definitely give up a the top, huge yeah, amount of points. For Definitely. Sure. Yeah. So it'd be, be good. I mean, it's. I think the tournament's been uh, pretty enjoyable, even though it's been a little disjointed, different days, you know, games on Monday as opposed to, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday in the first round, first two rounds. And then I guess it's starting tomorrow. Is it is it Friday, Saturday, or is it, excuse me, is it Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Monday? Or is Sunday, it Saturday, Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday for uh, the Sweet oh, 16 and Elite Eight. Yeah. And then when is, is the championship still on a Monday? Final, final four Monday? is a Saturday, and then championships on a Monday. So that's yeah. totally so that, normal. that remains the same. Right, okay, yeah. that remains the same. And, and also in our past the mic bracket challenge, you are tied with Sean actually for seventh. Oh, I haven't looked. Yeah, so you have a chance to win Chipotle. Uh, I'm in 18th. I am not winning this this <laughs> bracket pool at all. Uh, yeah, I think I have. Uh, who do I have? Alabama you have, or Gonzaga? You have Gonzaga winning. Gonzaga. Who's, okay. your, who's in your champion? You have uh, you had Illinois going up against Gonzaga. That ain't happening. Uh, yeah. Oh, you had, you had Tech. Well, you have only Gonzaga. Gonzaga's your only team left. You had Texas, <laughs> Ohio State, and Illinois in oh, the boy. Final Four. Yeah. Brackets are tough. That's yeah. why there's never been a perfect one. That's right. Yeah. Never. It's pretty amazing, huh? Yeah. It. I mean. Just even looking over the math, it's like in the billions to where you'd yeah. be able to get a perfect bracket. Like people yeah, can be really first round, the first round, but then it's just like they yeah. suck after that. Yeah. Like what else are you guys chatting about today? Oh, uh, we've chatted about a lot of things. We went over some of the Cavs stuff. We went over uh, a few uh, tribe notes. We talked. What else did we talk about? Uh, hmm. uh, just scrolling back up through Couple... our rundown here. We haven't talked too much about the NFL. We talked that Tua will be the QB yeah. in Miami. I mean, there, there wasn't really much going on in the NFL this week. Yeah. yeah. Although there What's was the, an article uh, on uh, the McVay and Goff relationship breakdown. Uh, I'm just, sorry, the what? Uh, the... Sean McVay and Jared Goff, uh, they're falling out. Oh. Like, it, oh, okay, it was detailed gotcha. a little bit more uh, in an article oh. written on ESPN, which was kind of fascinating a little bit. Hmm. That's why he ended up in Detroit, I guess, huh? Yeah, that, and also just you know, it's it's crazy. Yeah. What about uh, what, what do you guys think of the whole Kevin Love situation? I mean, what has he played like one game this year? A couple games. Couple games. I don't know. I couple feel like games. the Cavs need to get. They need to find a way to get rid of him. He's just sitting on his. He's hurt, and he just collects checks. He's been That's playing. All he does. I think lately. Did he get hurt again? Uh yeah. He's he's he came. I mean, he's had that. He's had that ankle. Not the ankle. The calf issue some time he came back and and then the he's had calf soreness that's the reason he's not playing i mean you know he's the only marquee player i mean it's really easy to say yeah he's sitting around collecting checks but he's the only marquee player that's gonna you know people are gonna want to see you know in a in a, in a Cavs uniform um i mean yeah they have so they have a nice young core but i mean you know it gets it all to do with contracts all to do with cap space all that stuff and who's gonna you know who's gonna take on that huge salary but i just i just don't understand why with 
their access to health care, their access to trainers, why this calf situation just seems to let me, you know, we're talking about a year or more than a year, right? Because mo- most of the season was canceled last year. So it's not, we're not looking at a normal year. It's been pushed back. So it's been almost a year and a half and he's still not healthy. And I, I don't get it. I just I don't, mean, get, yeah, it. I don't get it. Either. Yeah. And, and like the other thing is like he was part of that the the Cavs you know playoff run with LeBron and he's pretty much the only one left other than Delhi who came back and it just seems like there's really no point of really having him on the team. What do you mean? There's no point. Like, I mean, I mean he's still a quality because player. I, we're I mean, trying we no well, quality player, but you know we're try, we're in like rebuilding mode still, so we but need to get young need talent. We you need veterans to still help guide things. Yeah, and again, it's it's not as easy as just saying, you know, again, there's contract issues. Who's going to take his salary? What are you going to get for him? There's there's a lot more finances just in, in just the general X and O's of you know yeah, exactly. whether he fits in or not. Exactly, you know? Mike. So, so it's not as not as cut and dry as that, Enzo. You know. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah. what else is going on? You guys, you guys, uh, uh, you guys have a Masters preview next week. Uh. I think we're doing that together on like a podcast. I think I told you about that. We're doing it oh, okay. April fourth right. yeah. at your place. Uh, Master preview yeah. and just random golf talk yeah. and Next stuff. Next week is the second to last show that I'll be oh, on yeah. air, and then uh, we're going three hours on April 9th. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Sheldon Oker's calling in next week to yeah. do a baseball preview with us on the Indians, even though that's uh, the day okay. after. So, yeah, pretty cool having him. Yeah. Always calling the Hall of Famer, former yeah. Indians uh, beat reporter with the Akron Beacon Journal. Yeah, that ought to be nice. That ought to be fun. Yeah. Anything else you got today? Oh, do you have a drunkie? Uh, drunkie? Boy, I, I don't. I didn't uh, I didn't know. I, let me see. Who... I just randomly just, just thought of it. You did? Yeah, I just like, just, oh, yeah. you, you, usually, you usually know like some someone who's like I usually drunkie. know someone, yeah. Let's, let me see that. If I can, uh, man, I don't know. <laughs> no, I can't think of one right uh, now. That's all right. That's all right. All right. Good to hear from you, Mike. It's all right, guys. You, Mike. Good see you. Show. Thanks. Yep. Yep. Right, we'll see now. you later. Let's go to break. Yep. We're going to go to a break here. Uh, Pass Mike will be coming back at you shortly with even more content. Pass Mike back with you here. Sean Fitzgerald and Orlando. We have some breaking NFL news. We have breaking, I repeat, breaking NFL news. Oh, boy. Enzo. Take it away. Uh, take it away. So we got a trade in the draft. The Dolphins are trading the number three pick to the 49ers for the number 12 pick, a third-round pick this year, and a first-round picks in 2022 and 2023. This all came from Adam Schefter on ESPN. So oh, huge trade. And we got this is a This is an old name that I haven't seen in a while. Alex, how you doing, man? Hello. This is uh, – Oh, no. I just wanted – I just wanted to talk about uh I wanted to talk about why the Indians should DFA Shane Bieber. Hey. I know I called it I know I called him. Yeah. yeah, we don't want you. You're a, you're an idiot. He's our best pitcher. That that guy was that guy's stupid. Doug, I get am. out of here. I I don't care who you are. I don't I don't know if you and I know you cuz you're from that the was, same area. I've that that I don't think that guy's name is Doug. I don't think so either. I don't know who that guy is. Hey, maybe that, that name he must can't... be some troll. Because someone's trolling. Us. I should maybe let him talk, but I'm like, no, I was I, like auto well, dump. Well, you kind, well, you kind of like said something. Like, but you're saying ever... it's two future first round picks. What the heck? Yeah, that's what it said. I want to read this a little bit more though. 
Yeah, God they're trading geez. the number three pick to the 49ers for a number 12 pick, a third-round pick this year, and a first-round first picks, picks in 2022 and They're selecting a quarterback. The, the 49ers? Because uh, they're... 49ers. I don't know if that's what they're going to do, but if, there's if no do, way they traded if, three first round picks. If they do, like here's the thing, we talked right. about the scenario the first show we were back on air this semester, except it was Jaguars and Dolphins, where the you know it was a different kind of pick where the Jaguars would have gotten like two uh this year's first uh, along with a Texans pick and uh, I think a first the next year plus another pick, uh, and then Jacksonville would have just given up the number one pick only. Like him. I was like, if you were the, you know, it was a whole scenario. And Enzo, uh, Brandon, our GM, Brandon Lewis, has said that Howie Roseman cannot screw this up. It's impossible now to not either get uh, Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Ooh, those are, oh. uh, and, oh, boy. Uh, 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 so I don't know if you saw this from Zach Mamissel. Uh, if I, Zach Meisel? Zach Meisel from at the Athletic. It was about the Cleveland Indians and the roster decisions. He said uh, Jake Bowers will be the opening day first baseman. Hmm. Oliver Perez and Yu Chung made the opening day roster. Yu Chang made it. All right. Uh, Bradley Zimmer, uh, Blake Parker, Anthony Goes, Kyle Nelson, and Bobby Bradley did not make the opening day roster. Wow. That surprised me. Bradley didn't. Bradley, make who's it. playing center field? Are we bringing the ghost of Grady Sizemore? Is it, is it going to be Rosario? It, who, maybe. I don't know. Rosario's a left fielder more. No, he's right been, fielder. No, I'm talking about Ahmed Rosario, the shortstop. I'm putting a shortstop in center field. It's happened before. Eh, we'll see. We'll experiment. I mean, uh, we'll experiment. We'll see how it goes. That's. I want to read up more on that before I fully react to it. I want. You said it was in a tweet. It was. Yeah, it was in a tweet. It was yeah. 41 minutes ago. 42 I, minutes ago. Yeah. I mean, should I have dumped that guy off? Yeah, I mean, Should I have done it? And I stuck to my guns with doing that. I don't know. Like we could have just we could have just let him hear his reason and just call him crazy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if he wants to call back in, I'm fine with it. I mean, we're fine with that. I'll let him call back in and explain. I was just like, I was not going to have it. Yeah, I mean, uh, after the the, well, I forgot. That was like a, that was like a month. Was that a month ago? I don't remember. It was about three weeks ago. Three, I think. four. It was might have been the beginning of the month. Yeah, yeah, probably the very beginning of this. Yeah, it probably was. And I forgot how. Oh, boy. Let's see. Where is the tweet at? Zach Meisel. Let's see. Zach. Got to meet Zach a little bit, but not, I didn't talk to him too much, so I don't really like know him super well from uh, last summer. Yeah. Um, huh. Let's see. So it's looking up to be Roberto Perez and Austin Hedges at catcher, Jake Bowers, the first baseman, and Cesar Hernandez back at second, Andres Jimenez, we've known for a little while, Jose Ramirez, uh, Yu Chang as backup infielder, outfield as Eddie Rosario, Ahmed Rosario, Ben Gamble, Jordan Luplo, Josh Naylor shouldn't be a surprise, but Ben Gamble made it? Ben Gamble. Who's who's that? He is an outfielder. He's played with uh, Yankees, Brewers, and I think at least one other team. All right. He's been a decent player, but he's not anything star worthy. Like yeah, I've kind of Ben been... Gamel made the roster, so starting pitcher Shane Bieber, Zach Pisek, Aaron Savale, plus two of either Tristan McKenzie, Logan Allen, and Cal Quintrall, with one of those two likely starting in the bullpen in the first couple of weeks, and then uh, relievers are shaping up to be James Karinchek, Nick Whitgren, Emmanuel Classe, 
Brian Shaw, Phil Maton, Oliver Perez, Adam Plutko, and Trevor Steffen. Uh, Bowers will be the opening day first baseman. Uh, Perez and Yu Chang have made the opening day roster. Uh, Bradley Zimmer, Blake Park, or Anthony goes. Yeah, you said that. They're still sorting out how they'll divvy up center field playing time. Ben Gamble and Ahmed Rosario will certainly be in the mix. I didn't. I've heard almost nothing on Ben Gamble this you know spring with him being in a good year. That is a shocker to me. That's a shocker to me too because I didn't even know we had him. <laughs> yeah, but uh, still, the 49ers are going to – People are saying quarterback, but I don't know what's happening. Are we really going to have three quarterbacks well, go well, What's going to happen to Jimmy Garoppolo? That's my question because I – Are if, we really going to – is he really going to end up in New England? I don't I don't think was, so because they re-signed Cam Newton. Yeah, that's but what's that's only one-year deal. It's yeah, only one-year deal. And true, I think but it's I don't mostly think, incentives. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe he will go back to New England and – Belichick can have his empire back, and, and no one wants that. Apparently, Adam Schefter also said 49ers are now square in the mix uh, for quarterbacks, quarterbacks but are holding on to Jimmy Garoppolo and have no plans to trade him, per sources. Okay, that's, that's going to be this interesting. Is this is freaking weird. This is. And I mean, I, the Niners are going to be good next year because half their team was hurt last season. And the NFC West is so competitive. Yeah. You look at Seattle, you look at... The Cardinals with their offseason moves. You There's look at the no Rams. Like if they traded up just to take a wide receiver or Kyle Pitts or like it because you know they resigned Trent Williams, so they wouldn't need Penay Sewell. Yeah. So this yeah, is this, this is, is shocking. This like is. I would have expected this from maybe another team, but the 49ers? Yeah. They're That's... trading two future first round picks away unless those are protected, like how Indianapolis traded their first round pick that would that is protected or like it's a second round pick that's protected and would become a first round pick if like certain conditions are met like uh i mean i am confused by this this is what's going on in san fran yeah i, I don't know this is the biggest so that... evidently one garoppolo's not on the move two san fran just made a move into qb territory and three, um, stuff got crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this is the biggest NFL news in our whole, uh, uh, yeah, rundown because we didn't really have much. And then yeah. this just came in. So, yeah, this came in like a haymaker. Haymaker. I'm glad it came in during our show. Glad we had time to talk about it. It's well normally it right after when it happens. This is the one time I'm glad it happened. Yeah. And,. I don't know if if this is actually what it meant to say earlier. It sounds like it could be to- Texas and uh, Texas's Shaka Smart and Marquette could be closing in on a hiring here. Where are you seeing this from? Yeah, uh, this is from uh, John Rothstein on Twitter. John, let's see. Let me see what ESPN. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, so Benjamin Albright, uh, so he's tweeted, if I'd had to guess now, uh, number one is, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Jets taking Zach Wilson, and then San Francisco taking Trey Lance, which Trey Lance. in a way would make sense if you're wanting to take him. Him over Fields? That's, a, that's an interesting. I don't know. Like I don't know. Lance, because, I've seen his film. It's pretty good. Yeah, so maybe as a development guy? Maybe. I don't know. Like, Whew. this is really this weird. This is. It's. I, I mean, I'm just trying to think. Like, what are the 49ers trying to do? 
Yeah. Like, are they really going? Are they really wanting to take a quarterback? I don't and know. they're two years removed from making the Super Bowl too. I mean, they could they could grab Devontae Smith, Kyle Pitts, uh, you know, Jamar Chase. You know, now Philly's got to be pretty happy because you take one suitor out, and the Dolphins. Oh, I just realized something with our mock draft. It's fin- yeah. What? You gotta I fix don't, it. Uh, no, we're not gonna fix it because we we finished it before. Well, yeah, but maybe when we do the live mock draft, we'll have that, to. V four is getting swapped up. V four. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys do not remember, we have a bi-weekly mock draft which will be published. No edits are being made. We are not doing the swap. I'll make an editor's note in there. I might as well do that right now before I forget. But uh. For version four, we will be doing uh, that trade will be noted in there. The, uh, I mean, what the heck? Three three zero six seven two seven seven zero one. What are your thoughts? Especially yeah. if you're an Eagles fan too. Oh, Brandon. Now, yeah, I, I got. The, I told you what Brandon said already. Oh, you did. Okay, he must be uh, busy. No, yeah, Brandon said that you know no excuse for Howie Roseman to not get Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase. Yeah. Whew. One of those two, and maybe even Devontae Smith, will fall to them. Yeah. Oh, boy. This is uh, crazy stuff. Oh, almost almost 1.30. Um, getting yeah. a little hungry. Dude, I am. I don't know. I, I I was thinking about going to Chipotle, but I have food at home. and I don't know. Maybe for dinner. I, I, I don't know yet. Yeah. I, and how long is that fun, the fundraisers? What the, the fundraiser is from four to eight, eight next Wednesday, me, March thirty first at Chipotle. Four to eight. So that's where well, you're going to make hope sure you I, have your dinner meal and make sure. Yeah, I just want to make sure I have time to get it. Or... You will make time. I, I, I will. I have definitely carved out some time uh, to go crap, over there. Crap! Uh, no, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off air. Yeah. But other than that, like we were going to, like talk more about NCAA March Madness. Yeah. Like, do we want to get into uh, the what if? I we might let's go into a short break. No, and then not we yet, end. not yet. I mean, it's almost it, one of the thirty mark. So we we've already took an early break. We can't take one right oh. now. But we'd have to uh, wait another. We'd have to wait another like ten minutes. Ten, really? Yeah. Ten probably really? like maybe a little bit less than that, but probably close to that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I might have. I to... I know the pacing, dude. Like we can't take another one this early. It, it would be a little bit too much. A little bit too much. Yeah, we we can't take another one this early. And I was thinking only a short one. Yeah. Do we want to do the what if, or do we want to break down more March Madness? Let's break down more March Madness. All right, you leave that off. I'm going to make a little fix here. Leave leave that off. Uh, We'll we'll take a look at the upcoming uh, games in the Sweet 16 that take place tomorrow. I think the first game is going to be a good one. Loyola, Oregon State. Oregon State kind of surprised me when they beat Oklahoma State. I thought Oklahoma State had a good shot. But in this one, if I had to do like a Sweet 16 break, I would go with Loyola. Better defense. Um, following that, Villanova-Baylor. Uh, Q, uh, Q called in talked about that. Think uh, Villanova's going to upset? I'm with them on that. Go Nova. Jay Wright is just a March Madness master when it comes to playing in the tournament i don't know how he does it uh and then arkansas oral roberts i mean oral roberts you having an amazing run 
but I'm going to have to go with Arkansas here. I mean, come on. I mean, I don't, I really don't, there's just, you know, there's just a Cinderella team. And that's all. And I just want to give a shout out. Shout out to Eric Musman. He's uh, the head coach. He went to Brexel High School, my alumni. I, I think Donnie mentioned that to me. Donnie, if, if you want to call in, who knows what Donnie's doing right now. Houston and Syracuse. Ooh, that's another good matchup. Houston, Syracuse. Ooh, Buddy Bayheim. Literally balling out. Houston's a good, solid team. Great defensively. Uh, I'm gonna have to get back to that one later. Cause I mean, I, I will. I want to take Syracuse, but then Houston's a good team. But it's Bayheim. It's it's Bayheim. So I'm like, I might have to go with Syracuse. Screw it. Give me Syracuse over Houston. I'm going Houston. I, I'm I'm going Houston. I cannot. I I, I just kind of you know. I mean, Syracuse is still a known basketball school, as long as they have Bayheim. Yeah. And Creighton, Gonzaga, Gonzaga, Gonzaga is going to run through this tournament. They they may they might actually do it this year. They might be that team that finally goes undefeated, unlike when Kentucky was doing it in 2015. And of course, it had to be Wisconsin that had to screw everyone's bracket that year. Oh, I was I was in the lead in the bracket challenge group we had in high school. I thought I was going to win it all. And then, just like that, Wisconsin shows up and screws my bracket like they they usually do. Michigan, Florida State. I think that'll be a good one, but I think Michigan has such a good squad this year. They're going to win that one. Florida State, honestly, might have a little bit I'm sorry. They do have a chance. It's not going to keep going at this rate. I don't know. I mean, if Michigan blows it, I won't be surprised. Let's talk about that for a second. They blew it! The Big Ten freaking... Blew it! It was so bad that we have to play this. You blew it! Oh yeah! Oh my Let's god! Let's do eight some more times. You blew it! Six. You... And you, you know blew what? it! That's good. enough. The Big Ten, you're a football conference, not really a basketball conference. Uh, maybe you can maybe maybe Michigan's more of the basketball school. Michigan's not a football school. And they were, uh... they were, they were, but. Who knows what Jim Harbaugh is doing, and they still hold don't know. up. What hold what just up. happened? What just happened? I am double checking that this is not a uh, fake. What is it? Because uh, you just like surprised me right there. Oh boy, Brandon's not gonna be happy. Breaking news: If this is true, and I will correct myself later, the Philadelphia Eagles are trading the number six. And number 156 what? pick to the Miami Dolphins. What? For the number 12, number 123, and a first rounder in 2022. What are the Eagles doing? What the heck? What? Hold up. Um, what uh, happened? What happened? And boom goes the dynamite. If uh, this is true, this this I just if saw. This it, is true. I just saw the report. The shots are three to two. I no this. Someone, this cowherd said it on his show, actually. Hold up. The Eagles? Oh, we've got a verified tweeting it. We've got a verified, and Benjamin Albright retweeted it. Oh, uh, my goodness. My my uh, feed's only one person on my feed showing it, and it was cowherd. Colin Cowherd's show. What? Yo. What? My Twitter's acting slow. What? What? Or maybe I'm just not, you know, maybe just depending oh on who I'm following. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, I'm refreshing. What? What? Let me go uh, on. 
The third round pick that Miami's getting from San Fran is actually in 2022, but oh my gosh. If this is, I'm I'm double verifying this, but a 49ers source also saying uh, Jimmy is here to say he's our guy. Dolphins stayed in position yeah, to get their now guy. Yeah, I see it. Oh my goodness. Uh, Dolphins get a six what overall. What the heck? Okay, again, breaking news again. Uh, so let's recap number one. San Fran trades with Miami. They tr- the most significant picks that are swapped are the 3 and 12 picks. And then the Dolphins are getting two future firsts as well, along with a 2022 third. And then the Dolphins just made a trade with Philadelphia. They're moving from up to six. Philadelphia is moving to 12. And Philly's going to get a future first rounder. And um, the 123 uh, overall pick. I forget what round that is. I mean, uh, Brandon is going to be very, very unhappy. Uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, it's, uh, the Eagles are trading number six and number 156 for number 12 and number 123 uh, and a first rounder in 2022. What's going on in Philadelphia? Because uh, they might be throwing batteries at Lincoln Financial Field or something. Because, you know, their fans are just like that. They th- they threw batteries at Santa What Claus. is happening? There's no snowballs to throw, so they just get batteries because that's Philly. I'm tweeting that out literally. What? what is happening? I don't know what's happening. There was no NFL news all week, and we have our show, and we have it, and I love it. I love it. The NFL news coming out on As Friday. As Nick Badone tweeted, the NBA walked yesterday so the NFL could run today. What the heck? I love that. Holy crap. Uh, uh, I j- just oh, – hold, 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 hold up. Yo, there's more. Uh, I don't think there's more yet. Let's just say that I, I've, I, I, I'm still just in shock. I, you see, this is why we don't go to a break. All right, early. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we I'm would've... texting Brandon back and saying, um, you might want to look again. Um, yeah. Holy crap. Uh, All right, Philly, uh, they might destroy their city like when they won the Super Bowl, but this time uh, it's out of anger. I don't think it'll go that far. No, but, oh I, my... I, I'm, just, I'm just exaggerating. I, I... <laughs> I'm exaggerating. But it's just Philly fans are just very aggressive fans. They used to have a jail in the Veterans Stadium. Whoa. Just, whoa. What is... If we have... Is there anything else that's going to come out in the next 25 minutes? I really don't know. What a downfall for Philly. You won the Super Bowl not too long ago, and now you're – I don't know what Philly's doing. Uh, Eagles fans call in. Maybe, oh I'll, maybe I'll get a cheese uh, – maybe I might get a cheese Oh, my steak. gosh. I don't know. But come yeah. on, Philadelphia. Uh, let's just like say what we can't say on air and that uh, Brandon's not happy. All right. I, kinda, I already kind of know in my head. I'll probably I, – I don't have to, like, really uh, – the Eagles you know. apparently tried to trade up to number three, but they would only do it for Zach Wilson. Uh, sources they, said to Ian Rappaport. Instead, they back out and get an extra first rounder and continue to build. So the Eagles, so the Eagles were trying to go three. Yeah, but they would only do it for Zach Wilson. Wilson. But apparently, but, and there's must, no way. I, Will, apparently, Wilson's Wilson's going to go to the Jets. Yeah, that's what I that's say. How, that's what it seems like it's going to happen here. Yeah, and the Dolphins end up coming out the winner of this. They get up to the number six pick, and they're they still got what two other picks banked and then they gave up another first round pick in the future so hold on so let me do the math here two first round picks this year they're going to have two 
next year when they when the first trade went down and to the year after that, and they're just going to give up a first rounder next year. So they still come out of this with five first round picks over the next three years. Yeah. Uh, should Howie Roseman be fired from Philadelphia? And uh, Adam Schefter basically tweeted, Dolphins now have basically turned their former left tackle, Armie Tunsil, who they traded into Houston into four first-round picks and a third-round pick, and add another one to that maybe. I don't know. I mean, holy what crap. This, this is This is enjoyable. And should, right. the, should the Eagles fire Howie Roseman because he's blowing up this whole team? This team right. is – team is uh, uh, a Philly dumpster fire. Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, uh, you were contenders. You were fine. I mean, last season. I have you... to update the mock article again. Okay, that's getting updated later tomorrow. Jesus. Uh, oh, my. Oh, yeah, there's no way. We can't. Be, uh, uh, uh. All right, we're going to break. Coming back. Right. Drunkies, everything else. Stick with us. Yeah. Pass the mic. Yeah. Welcome back to Pass the Mic Sports Talk. Uh. Yeah, it's been crazy, but folks, we're calling all future Okies. Are you ready to lock in your housing for fall 2021? Sign your lease at University Oaks today. University Oaks offers one, two, and three bedroom floor plans that are furnished and include utilities. Keep your fitness goals with their 24-7 fitness center, relax by the pool, or hit the books in their study room. Take advantage of their free heat, bring your furry friend with you, and enjoy a balcony or patio in every unit. Call University Oaks at 330 678 5861 today for availability and specials. Um, yeah, uh, beyond that, it's been a, a crazy NFL day. Yes, and we didn't think so in the beginning, but in the past 30 minutes, it uh, just has. Yeah, V3, we're not updating that. We are just putting in a disclaimer that okay. V4 will be updated. I am, I'm going to go into V4 at some point. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is nuts. This is crazy. Um, I, I, I'm at a loss for words, folks. I really am. So, so let's see. Uh, I mean, yeah, I am lost for gosh, words. Gosh, what the heck? Uh, I, I, I'm speechless. So am I. I'm especially speechless with Philly. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh my gosh. Oh boy. Now, now what? More? Not a trade, but I. Uh, New Orleans Saints player Marshawn Lattimore arrested in Cleveland. Marsh- is Marshawn Lattimore from Cleveland? He's from Ohio. He went to Ohio State. Oh, yeah, he did. Uh, but he was remember. arrested in Cleveland. What, DUI? Don't know. Spe- uh, I mean, that's the, only, that's the only other thing I can think of arresting or maybe um, something else. <laughs> I don't know. All right. NFL, just, just, just do it. What? And us, Haymaker, just come on. I don't, I don't know at this point like literally like I uh, literally I don't know uh just give me a second Enzo I'm just I'm updating the freaking mock uh, Oh we got callers in hey talk uh, f- okay put them on Hey uh, who we got Hey guys it's Brandon Lewis I'm calling in Oh yep, boy Brandon Lewis it. biggest Eagles it. fan I know How's it going what's going on in Philly what's going on so I cannot believe what just happened, folks. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe it either. What so is Howie Roseman thinking? The report, I don't know if you guys just read this. The report is apparently we tried to move up to number three from Miami to drive Zach Wilson. That's what I saw That's from a, our rap sheet. Yeah. 
I saw that too. But I think Wilson's going to go to the Jets. This new mock draft order looks very weird now. Oh, man. I don't know what to say, man. The the Eagles now have potentially three first-round picks in 2022. Wait, who do they get the third one? Oh, yeah, Carson Wentz. Yeah. The third one could be the Colts pick when Carson Wentz. So, you have now gone from, in my opinion, the 100% slam dunk possibility of having either Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts there at number six to potentially drafting a quarterback to now maybe not even having Chase or Pitts on the board to you at number 12. It, it's actually insanity. Uh, it is it literally confusing me. There has to be a move here. Like Carolina's yeah. got to be moving up the board for something at some point. There's no way that Carolina's going to stand pat. Oh like now that now the Giants are even before the Eagles, and I don't know Cowboys, Giants, Eagles all in a row. Cowboys, is that in yeah, the draft? ten, eleven, twelve. That's that's the order. Wow. So th- your top twelve picks. Jags, Jets, 49ers, Falcons, Bengals, Dolphins, Lions, Panthers, Broncos, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles. And those other teams, too, guys, you know, you talk about Detroit. Um, you know, we mentioned Denver. Even the Giants, if they're not sold on Daniel Jones, one of those three teams, if not all three of those teams, could try to move up and get a quarterback. Carolina as well. Yeah. So, so there's a chance like you could get Devontae Smith and maybe Kyle Pitts. Maybe. I'm putting a heavy emphasis on the maybe. I'm not sold on Devontae Smith. I know he had one of the best college football seasons in history. I just don't know if he's a number one stud wide receiver in the National Football League. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I was thinking like, you know, the Heisman backs up, but it doesn't always do because we've seen in the past Heisman Trophy winners getting selected in the first round and they end up being bust. Uh, don't need to mention any of the names, but we all know who, especially the one the Browns selected. Mm. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I think Devontae Smith's solid. I mean, along with the, I forget that other guy on Bama who, yeah. who's another good receiver. By the way, uh, Brandon Lewis, general manager of Black Score Radio calling in. And host of Brandon's World on tomorrow, 10 to noon. Dude, your show just slipped on a yep. dime. I just saw your tweet saying yeah. you had to throw out your, your script, and now you're going to rant on the Eagles, I'm guessing. The, the sh- for the first time ever, ladies and gentlemen, I had the show planned out on Wednesday. I had all these great topics ready, and the script just got torn up. <laughs> just now, had to rip it and throw or it digital? Out. <laughs> oh. Oh. You know, I, I knew this season was going to be a painful season. Now it's looking at even more of a painful season. Yeah, you now know how we felt with the Browns in 2017. Well, think about this. If you're Jalen Hurts, how do you feel? I mean, now with this report coming out that they were going to move up to take Zach Wilson, you can't have any confidence now if if you're Jalen Hurts. Yeah. By the way, uh, doesn't this remind you of the draft day movie a little bit? Kind of. Yes, it does. This it, it's almost like what happened last year with the Eagles. Instead, it's you know Carson went Shaywin Hurts. Now it's Shaywin Hurts and another quarterback potentially. Yeah. So, uh, one of our uh, one of my one of the sports coordinators for the department, Gabe Clara, said, "This is the order that he thinks things are going to go in. It'll be Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, 
uh, Penae Suwell, uh, Devontae Smith, Jamar Chase, uh, forget who the Jones guy is, uh, Patrick Stern, Caleb Farley. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm speechless. So am I. Like, I'm shocked that Kyle Pitts is going to fall all the way down to that board. Somebody has to take him, I would think, within the top ten. He's talented to me, and I, I've been telling you guys this for the last couple of weeks. I think he's the second-best player in the whole draft, minus Trevor Lawrence. I think he's better than any of the quarterbacks besides Trevor Lawrence, and I rank him just a teeny bit above Jamar Chase. Lawrence and Trey Lance, to me, are the top two quarterbacks in the draft. Yeah. I'm not sold on Zach Wilson or Justin Fields myself. Like, but it could I'm, be even Mac Jones going in the top ten. Like This is crazy. It shows you how much teams are desperate to get a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, and I don't have a problem with Jalen Hurts. I, I think he's got a good shot to be successful in the NFL. I know last season was mess with uh, the quarterbacks in Philly, but now seeing this and the Eagles want to trade Zach Wilson, I don't know how he's going to go about this. Oh, I, I don't know. I know the NFC East is already – just a joke. Other than I think Washington has done the best job this offseason out of any of the teams. Howie Roseman has made you feel bad for Jalen Hurts. Oh, he has. Yeah. He last has. He, he needs to get out of last, Philly. Like, get him out of Philly. So last year he made us all feel bad for Carson Wentz. Now he's making us all feel bad for Jalen Hurts. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Dear Lord. He, this guy really likes, wants us to feel bad for his quarterbacks. What what what's going on with this Philadelphia franchise right now? Like this is such a big fall. Like I don't like you know I could have never seen this coming. Like never. You know, not even Eagles people in the building. I don't think could see this coming. I think the issue is once you get a Super Bowl, I think that they are now obsessed with getting another one. And you guys know winning can cloud your judgment. So now they're trying to do what they think is anything humanly possible to win a Super Bowl, and they are getting over-aggressive, and it's hurting them in the long run. Yeah, I agree with you. And it just feels like like if you win a Super Bowl, you want to try to keep that core you have. I wouldn't try to always keep on, you know, upgrading. That's just how I do it. But if I'm looking at the Eagles, ever since they won the Super Bowl – Won the Super Bowl 2017. 2018, made it to the second round of the playoffs. 2019, lost in the wild card. And then last season, another joke from the Eagles and losing Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz. Just wow. Yeah, it is a, it is a fall from grace to say the least, fellas. Yeah. I did not see this happening to the Eagles like four, three, four years ago. I thought they were going to be contenders for a good amount of time, but now this, I, it, it, I still have no words. I just want to know what I, – I might have to listen to local Philly radio today like you and just want to hear Eagles fans' reactions. Oh, boy, I don't yeah, even want to I, listen. I would, not, I would not want to listen to local Philadelphia media. They are arguably worse than Browns media. Which oh, my bad. gosh. I mean, Browns media – Nine two three, the fan does a good job. ESPN eight fifty, uh, Grossi is not the best uh, beat reporter. Yeah, uh, dude, I, I don't know. I don't even want to do drunkies right now. I, this I, is... I, I, we got to do drunkies. 
Oh boy. I mean, Brandon, anything else you want to say? Yeah, we got to. No, but I'm sorry to kind of bust open and, and interrupt the, the flow of your guys. No, no, it, it, no, it's get fine. To, it's fine. Remember the article uh, that I've got for you. Yeah. It, yeah. It's totally fine. Just, I'm not surprised you called in. This is shocking news to you. Uh, it, it hurts. I, I'm going to have to go get some bleach. Now I'm kidding. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I'll check on you later, Brandon. All right. We'll see you later. All right. Have a good one, guys. Thanks. Yep. See ya. Wow. Right, that uh, was that was something. That, that, I mean, it was good. I was happy that you uh, called in. Yeah. Uh, okay, give me a second here. Yeah, uh, I'm. He's trying. Sean's got a. I'm in a daze right now. Yeah, he's right. kind of in a daze. Oops. Uh, Sound was off. What are you doing, drunkie? All right. All right, drunk of the week. You had it. Drunkie of the week. Um, my drunkie of the week. Uh, we mentioned it earlier in the recap, but it is uh, Chase Claypool for getting into his uh, bar fight when he was out. I mean, I saw the video. You could say how he fights. Whatever, but it's just something stupid to do, and you know, you being with the Steelers, and just kind of the way the league has perceived you as a player, you're kind of like Juju's like sidekick or something. But you just act like a punk all the time. You were talking smack when you were going into the playoffs, and we're just saying like, "Oh, I've been with the Steelers for this long. Yeah, we're gonna smack the Browns," just like my my buddy Juju says. But nope, you guys end up getting smacked by the Cleveland Browns, and you get all mad and whine like a baby. And you only been in the league for a year, and you're already hated because you and Juju like to make TikTok dances like a bunch of little girls. Oh, I'm Juju! Oh, what happened? The Cavs just spot out Andre Drummond. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, just Chase Claypool. I really can't stand you. You're, you're I don't know. Aren't you happy that Juju resigned? You know, you two could still be buddies and make TikTok dances, and who knows? Do we want to go for a couple minutes after just to make sure we're done with this insanity? I I I think we should. Yeah, all right. I think we should. What are you doing, drunkie? All right, and I want to lay into some folks, but I am definitely a little too shocked to lay into them as much as I thought. The people who are harassing student athletes, namely in this example. E.J. Liddell and Kofi Cockburn of Ohio State and Illinois, respectively. They're kids. They're playing a game. If you bet money and lost because a game didn't go your way, if you're trying to harass them, the racists, the people who are not the true fans, all of you who went after these guys, just because your team didn't win a dang game, get out of this world right now get out of here seriously what what do you have to do literally what what you have something better with your lives right there is no reason you should be harassing kids no reason that you should be harassing a student athlete they're not professional and certainly professional athletes don't deserve that kind of treatment either but these are kids young adults uh, young adults even yeah i would say it's more young adults but than kids. still you're kidding me when you're going after them and you're threatening their lives, making racist statements. Shut the hell up and get the heck off this planet. That's it for Drunky. Yeah, That's it. Uh, what are you doing, Drunky? I want to get 
my piece on that. I mean, even though I lost money on Ohio State, I wasn't mad at the players or anything. They they did the best they could, and it's sports. You win or you lose. There's two options. It can go either way, all right? But there's no reason to go attacking athletes and everything. We've seen it a lot in professional sports where you've even seen, like, the fans of their own team booing someone because, I don't know, they're playing terrible. I mean, that's just how people are, and people they're just interesting and – just by doing that, it's just called stupidity, especially with now social media and the internet, and you're able to personally message an athlete because 20 years ago you weren't really able to do that because there was no direct messaging of any kind really going on. And But now it's just so easy. You can get mad at someone and just message them immediately, and they can see that. And you just sometimes you got to take away all the toxic energy or just – the crap people say to you and just ignore it. If they're if they're mad at you or if they're hating on you, ignore it. They don't know who you are. They're just some bozo watching your game who probably lost money. That's all it is. No reason to go attacking athletes because they lost the game. Uh. It's sports. Wins and losses. That's how simple it is. I hate ties, by the way, and the NFL needs to fix their tie rule. It's overtime rule. I mean, it's they, stupid. Uh. Like That's why I don't like soccer because there's a tie. What's the point of a tie? Uh, I mean, I'm glad baseball doesn't have ties, or basketball, or or college football even. They used to. Yeah, they did. They or used ho- to have ties. Or, or I don't. Not, I don't think hockey has. I can't remember if hockey does. Oh my god! So gosh. here's the full breakdown of this: The 49ers got the number three pick. The Eagles have acquired the number twelve pick, number one twenty three, and Miami's twenty twenty two first round pick. And the Dolphins are acquiring the number six pick, the number 156 pick, San Fran's 2022 first rounder, and their 2023 first rounder as well. Jeez. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. I am stumped here. Philly is just, I'm just questioning that whole organization in general. I don't know how they went to the time when, uh, who what Sashi Brown was running the Browns front office. Still, it's apparently Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be staying in San Francisco. Yeah. I don't know. Unless Belichick finds a way to convince the Niners. I think we just go with a live stream on Twitter. If anything happens after that's what do you think? I mean, you can do that. I I, got to upload the episode, the anchor after the show. I mean, there's a way to do a call function. Like, uh, you remember we tested out in the summer, right? Yeah, yeah uh, I'll, I'll let you know. I, I yeah. still have uh, other stuff going on. Uh, other yeah. than that, uh, I think we're going to let our good friend Travis Kelsey yep. uh, take it Go ahead, Travis. There. Take it away. And here we go. I learned one thing since I've been here. You got to fight for your right to fight. Right, we hit it. Woo! 